Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, fellow castaways? Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV competitions. It's the second half of the season. We're talking episode six, My True Rescue. We saw three... Three people leave the island this week, and in studio, we have another special guest. We're talking about that, and with him, next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... There we go. And you know why we finally have a good song? Because CJ, the song selector, is not here. That's a big shot. That's, That's a big not shot a big at CJ. Shot. It's just we miss CJ. We miss you. CJ, I hope you're in the chat right now. We, we do miss you. But for everybody else, welcome to AfterBuzz TV competitions. I'm your host, Michael Patterson, as always. And I'm joined by two panelists this week. Starting off, we'll start off with Tehran this Tehran, time. Tehran is in the house. Thank you so much. CJ is unfortunately missing. From Action MIA, but we do miss you. Our hearts with you. Apparently, some food poisoning, maybe from the <laughs> island. Oh yeah, maybe. getting started early. Hashtag CJ for season two. That's what's <laughs> we happening. Still need that. And Katie. Hey guys, it's Katie Walski here. Very excited to be here. I know we have. You sounded excited. You sounded excited. We have another great episode uh, for you guys all tonight. We have another interview coming up in just a little bit. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a surprise until he jumps in, but. You know, this episode was really cool. We got to see, like, like I mentioned, three people left the island this week. Um, I want to know what your guys' overall thoughts on Tehran, starting with you. I thought this was an excellent episode. It was, it was very in-depth. There was a lot of empathy, physicality, and a bit of an emotional resurgence, which we had missed in a couple of the previous episodes to this degree. So, actually, overall, this might be my favorite episode. Interesting. Wow. Katie, what about you? Um, I like this episode because we got to see a little bit more about Tim and all his backstory and really why he was there or I guess why he shouldn't have been there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I found that very interesting. I'm going to agree with Tehran on this one. This, this, I, Your this favorite is my favorite episode of the whole. Because I was mentioning I was mentioning to you, Katie, before we came on that it seems like every week I, I geek out about the editing on this show. You do. And... This episode had two really well edited sequences of, you know, two men who I really appre- have learned to appreciate on this show, and now they're both gone. Which one, so Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric, yeah. So very, very great segments. I'm, very great segments. But without further ado, I'm going intru- to introduce you all to our guest. We have Richard from Castaways live on Skype with us tonight. Richard, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Hi, Richard. Doing great, Richard. How are you? Oh. I'm doing pretty good. How's it feel to good. be on land? <laughs> uh, or at home? At a home. <laughs> it's, uh, home's where the heart is, as they say, huh? So your heart was not on the island, because that didn't seem to be... Even though you made it the best home that you could have, but it wasn't very homely. I, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we made a, we made a pretty good family out there together. Wasn't Aww. too bad. We'll we'll definitely we'll definitely get get into that because the show the show kind of suggests otherwise. But moving on now into our first topic of the show today, 
we got to see Chrishell and Eric leave very early on in the episode. Uh, Chrishell obviously leaving due to the coral growing in her leg, which I'm just going to yeah. say it. I called it. I called it. I might have been I might have been two weeks late, but I called it. You've been she hoping Chrishell eventually... left every single week. Uh, hoping is a strong yeah. word. I, I don't, I don't like know about hoping. You're like, Chrishell's leaving. I just want to be right. <laughs> Maybe I, this week. I, I love calling shots. I love calling my shot. And I was, and I was right, and no one's going to take or that away from me. we got to give it to you. You are right. She did... She did end up going home this episode, sadly, because I feel like she could have made it to the end. Yeah, I I think if she didn't get the coral in her leg, she would have made it to the end. Yeah. Because she seems like a strong character, and we've talked about that before, but seeing that infection on her leg... It looked so bad. Yeah. It was so big. And it didn't seem like she could bend it. It it, it just was rough. Of, I don't... Of course, any infection is is turmoil within the body, but to say if she hadn't had the coral infection, she would have made it? Well, if all of them had food and shelter, they could have made it. Any if suggests a hypothetical situation that did not occur. All we do know is that Chriselle, because of the infection, others, because of mental stress or inhumanities, left the island. Simply put, Chriselle did not make it. I would have loved for her to make it. I enjoyed her as a character. I enjoyed her personality, and I enjoyed her team play. She was such a a wonderful, beautiful, positive character on the show. But she was unable to make it all the way through. Yeah, which, what I found most interesting about this episode, her leaving in this episode as opposed to last week, because it seems that she left within the first 10 or 15 minutes of the episode this week. Teron, do you think that... Why, why do you think they included it in this episode as opposed to last week? I think because Chriselle did make it extra days, and they did want to show that continuity, that she had lasted longer to give us the perception and understanding that she did not just quit, mm-hmm. that this infection was overwhelming for her. It made her unable to perform simple activities and in, incapacitated, which is a huge ordeal when you do not know when the end is coming. See, that's one of the concepts that we constantly forget, but we're reminded of in this episode, is they do not know when this will all end. There is no date or finality. It's continuation. So as you feel, anyone who's ever been locked up, anyone who's ever been grounded indefinitely, you feel that sense of frustration and helplessness and hopelessness that comes without, with not knowing. Yeah, it's tough because you don't know how long they are. That's, that's why I want to ask you, Richard. In the grand scheme of things, we got to see Chriselle go home tonight, I, I believe on day nine. How, in the grand scheme of things, how long is nine days? Because it's it, the show makes it seem like a long time. You know, I feel like at, at day nine we were just uh, kind of starting to find a little bit of a groove. Uh, it, it took a little while to to really um, figure out your resources and, and figure out what was around you. So, uh, and also too, I mean, Matt came in. I think the show said day six, but uh, Matt confirmed it was day eight. And um, by that time, day nine for us, we were just starting to work through um, the whole process. So for me, day nine wasn't uh, didn't feel like it was very far into it. Well, one thing we learned from Matt is that all of the players were not able to meet each other. Were you ever able to meet Chriselle? No, there there were quite a few people that I that I wasn't able to meet. And Chriselle was not was one of those people that you weren't able to meet. No. Interesting, interesting. Okay, but so moving on from Chriselle, another person that went home early was Eric, and 
one of the reasons that this episode is one of my favorites was because we got to see more of Eric's backstory. We finally got to see a wrap-up of sorts of his character. And to me, it was the first person where I don't feel upset about them leaving because they almost seem better off because of this experience. Katie, do you agree? Uh, no. I... (laughs) I honestly think Eric gave up a little, like, towards the end. He was like, well, my canoe got taken by the sea, mm-hmm. so guess it's a sign I should leave. I, I don't know. I just don't agree with that. Just because your canoe got taken away, I don't think it's a sign from God that he's telling you, I think this is your time on the island. Because I think if he just would have stuck it out, as we saw, Tim went over there to try and get him later on. And I don't know. Maybe he could have made it to the end if he would have stayed with Tim and Robbie and Kenzie. Well, yeah, and that's that's what's that's what's weird too, because as we've talked on the episodes before, it, he didn't try and hang out with them. He almost wanted to isolate himself. And you're right. I mean, if he did have other people, I think he would have been able to survive. But we got to see, you know, he was he was not doing well even without the canoe. So I, I'm not surprised that he left. I'm just disappointed. Again, it's disappointing <laughs> to again. see anyone leave the island yeah. because we're rooting for everybody to a certain extent. However, this is no surprise. A person who I've been hoping to leave was Eric simply because he did turn out to be, and I agree with Katie, in a way, a disappointment. And when I say disappointment, I don't mean as a person, but as a skill set, someone who has the training that he purported to have before coming to the island, I expected more out of. He was also his own worst enemy. Yeah. For someone who who reported to everyone that loneliness was the dysfunction which he suffered from, he had numerous chances to entangle himself into a, a company of right. people, but he refused. And I see this as a barrier within his own personal life. If you notice, within his family unit, he's also somehow isolated. There's a huge wall that Eric needs to discuss discover within himself and bring down. Now, if this is a element of his his military service, which is understandable, or his personal life, which is also something that's very familiar, whatever it possibly is, it needs to be something that is corrected within himself. See, I feel like the, the episode almost discussed that, that wall. You mentioned that wall that he has to get over. You saw in the earlier episodes that he had that wall of, you know, I don't think we should tell your parents yet. You know, maybe we should wait a little bit longer. And then in this episode, he gets over that, and we get to see them breaking the news to her parents. I'm a little frustrated with that segment, though, because we didn't get to hear their reaction. What they said. Yeah, I was very curious. Which makes me think they maybe didn't sign a release or something, but... They probably didn't. Their reaction could have been extremely negative. Yeah. Obviously, when you were hiding... Something as as huge as a magnitude of marriage to mm. a person simply because of their race or skin color, that's something where you're, you're, you're basically denoting there's a huge problem here. And if I was the parents, I could understand them not wanting to have that released on national television. But if, if you're that way and that is how you feel and it's something where you're saying it's a source of pride, why not be proud of it and broadcast it and showcase it for the rest of the world? Definitely. Well... Overall, it's important. It's or disappointing to see him go, but I don't know how disappointed I am. It's something where I I, I, I was disappointed disappointed. in him and not disappointed that he left. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. Eric was just Eric's backstory was great. It was possibly the best backstory on the show. His performance on the island was possibly the worst performance on the (laughs) island. 
He had the tools. He had a canoe. He had all the things that everyone else wishes that they had at some point. He had the knowledge, the expertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet we see people like Robbie and, of course, Terry, who I'm a big fan of, stay. <laughs> we see Richard has stayed. Richard. Yeah. You stayed on the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? You had a friend there, but you didn't isolate yourself and decide to be lonely. So no. how did you feel about Eric's departure, even though you were unaware of, but looking back? You know, I felt for Eric. Um, I was I was pretty bummed out that he um, he allowed for himself to be more isolated than he than he should have. I think in a situation like that, you basically, if if you don't want to be alone, you come in and say, you know, I know it's a little awkward and it's a little uncomfortable, but um, with the canoe and and with our minds together, I think we can work together as a team. And I would have snapped up the opportunity to to move in, whether or not I was wanted. I guess. I mean. It's it's odd to, to say that now, knowing the way that the relationship that Sawyer, Matt, and I had is being portrayed. Mm-hmm. But um, I would have worked myself into that that family and became a part of it because being alone and dealing with what he dealt with was uh, it was hard to watch. It is hard to yeah. and and he had something to offer. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, he had the canoe. Right. Yeah, the supplies. Yeah, that was and a huge supplies. thing to have. You end the fact that he had access to the canoe and then lost his his one huge asset. The one thing you should worry about the most if you want to survive is that canoe. That makes that you canoe was everything. It was everything. Was, you are a god on this island with this canoe. Yeah, I mean yeah. Tim seemed like a god and he just had a a little float. So I mean I'm sure the canoe's way better, but I'm still gonna st- stand by it. I'm disappointed. I'm I'm disappointed to see him go, but I liked. I really liked his story. His story what, was great. Richard, what would you have done with the canoe? You have the <laughs> canoe. What would you? Well, what would Richard well, do? First of all, the the buoyancy of it was in question. I was surprised to see how much water was coming over the side of it. So um, being able to to stabilize it a little bit with arms on the left side or the right side would have been probably the first priority. But to be able to travel with it and go from island to island to island to determine who's there, what resources are on what island, and to be able to connect all the dots within a matter of days, that's what I would have done. Excellent use of resource, Richard. Should have had the canoe, Richard. It's it's impressive. Yeah, because that's that's one thing I wanted to know about, about you, Richard, is that it was shown on the show that you came in with a lot of prior survival experience. Was it as Hard, was the island as hard as you thought it was going to be, or did you feel that you were underprepared, overprepared? Well, I didn't. And, and the thing is, too, is I wasn't a survivalist. Yeah. I'm, a, um, I'm an outdoorsman. I fish. I hunt. And I watch the heck out of alone and naked and afraid. Oh, and my having, God. Well, and also grew up in the era of MacGyver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so having those backgrounds um, really excited me to come into this opportunity and, and see what I could do. So when I got there... Um, I was probably more on the I'm a little bit out of my element side of things because all I've ever seen and, and grown up in is Washington State. And when you take yourself into a, a climate like that with that humidity and those temperatures, it was a completely different world. So it took a little bit of an adjustment to figure it out. But um, I again, meeting Sawyer on day three and having the, the, the strength that we both gained from one another as partners – that made the experience completely different. If I would have been by myself, like um, like Terry is, yeah, that you would have seen a different side of Richard. Yeah, you guys hmm. were kind of like the dream team, you and Sawyer there. You know, I, I mean, hey, we're luck of the draw. <laughs> 
Yeah, it seemed like you guys were really thriving. That's something we've talked about on the after show a lot is there were some people who were thriving and there are people who were surviving and you guys seem to be thriving. Have have you had a chance to look at look back at some of the episodes and see how you and Sawyer have been portrayed? Because it seems like you guys were very were hardly experiencing any hardships at all. You know, it was I mean, it was difficult from um the lack of food, and, and again, the, the portrayal of how much resources we had, I think I think me, Matt, and Sawyer could have eaten our resources, just normal calorie intake, in one or two days, and we would wow. have been, they, they would have been gone. So yeah. not having a lot of food. So you rationed. To, yeah. You definitely rationed all your resources. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we Sawyer hadn't Sawyer and I hadn't even really started to eat any of our rations until Matt had showed up. All that was in storage. We were we were doing our best not to dig into that at all, uh, knowing Sawyer and I came in um, before we even met one another. We have families back home, and and we came into this experience with the intent to make it to the end. And my motto coming in was. I'm not going there just to survive. I wanted to thrive. That was my whole mentality. Strong. Is to... What was that? I said strong. I was agreeing. Yes. Yes. Strong. Sorry. Um, and that was really our, our, our approach. And when we met, um, that was the direction we were headed is to, to really map all of our rations out. So what we did is we literally looked at the rations that we had and we figured out, okay, if we eat a half a shot glass of rice, how many days is that going to last us? And then take a guesstimate on how many days we are going to guess we may be there. So um, when you start to map out 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 days on the rations you have, that shot glass goes from a full shot glass of rice down to a quarter shot glass of rice. And then it's your responsibility to find other food in that area to supplement what you need for a daily basis. Interesting. Well, and while you had partners, whether it was Sawyer or with Matt, who in many ways is portrayed as the third wheel, <laughs> did you ever feel alone? The first couple of nights when I was by myself, yes. So once the partners came in, you, you felt an instant rapport and you were able to bypass loneliness altogether. Because it seems to be the part, downfall of Eric. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I ever went through a spell of loneliness like we saw what Eric dealt with or what uh, what Terry is dealing with, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just and, and that's that's crazy too. talking about Terry, because we, we even talked to Matt a little bit about this last week, you know, off the show is that Terry seemed to be by herself for a very long time. I mean, it seems with the show jumped from. I think six to nineteen days by the end of by the end of today. Yeah, a lot a lot of days, and Terry was still around for all of that by herself. I know Teron, you've talked about how much uh, you see in Terry, but Katie, are you surprised Terry has lasted this long? Because I am. I, I am, and I, I'm honestly surprised she made that fire too. Like, way to go, Terry! I'm I'm so proud of her. All-star. I really hope she makes it to the end. MVP. She is, yeah, I gotta say, probably exactly. MVP now. We gotta give it to the her. The concept isn't, it's not impressive when Shaquille O'Neal dunks. When Muggsy Bogues goes in there at 5-1, or, yeah. and he dunks, that's when you're like, how is he doing that? That's who Terry is. The unexpected. You want to talk about an underdog? Terry is underdog all the way. And not only is she surviving, and at least appearance-wise thriving, she's happy. 
Right. She comes off happy. Yeah, she her comes mental off at games. peace. M- mental attitude. Um, mm-hmm. They really pushed PMA, positive mental attitude, before we went out on those islands. And for Terry to have come in the way that she did with the attitude that she had about, I'm okay being alone. This is a journey. This is an experience for me. She had the right attitude coming into it for her to be able to endure what it was like to be alone. Yeah, I agree. Positive mental attitude. That's 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 very important, and I'm I'm surprised you t- uh, that they kind of told you about that. And that I know one way that you can stay positive is with AfterBuzz TV. Well, hey, AfterBuzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help After Buzz, that's us, continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they are optional. Just click them off and hit subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments below. We appreciate each and every one of your comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Awesome. Thanks for the support, guys, once again. We really appreciate it. So moving on now... Uh, we've got another trio in the group now. Tim has moved away from his camp with Chriselle and is now with Robbie and Kenzie. Mm-hmm. What, what do we think about this pairing? I really liked all three of them together. I thought they, they vibed really well. They worked as a team. Um, and they seemed to have fun and really tried to let the stress of the island like roll off their backs. It was like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood all of a sudden. <laughs> Everybody was so nice and sweet. And yeah, kum- literally they, kumbaya. They, and they like, were around the by campfire. The fire. Exactly. They did dance by the fire. It was great. I thought it was a cute moment. That's kind of what struck me the most about that segment was because for the first five episodes of the show, it's all just been negatives, negatives, negatives. Struggle, very, struggle, 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 yeah, struggle. Yeah, very few positive, nice moments. And we saw... A ton of nice moments from all of them over the span of what seemed like 11 days. But obviously it wasn't as good as we thought because Tim had been struggling this whole time. We got to see more of Tim's backstory, including him in in a combat zone. It seemed like a a Humvee going over what looked like an IED. I feel like I'm learning more about this guy every, every week. And now I'm. I'm just gonna say he's my favorite on the show. Well, really, because he's, he's not on the show. I know, and <laughs> so, that's well, that's what's so hard because I just I like him so much. Despite his flaws, he seems to know now that he knows what he needs to do with his with his daughter yeah. and his family. He did have that like breakthrough. Yeah, what did was the was the segment as effective to you, Tehran, as it was to me? Because it, it really it really stuck with me. It was actually emotionally very intense to watch. Tim ask his compatriots, uh, Robbie and Chriselle. Yes. And he asked them. Or Kenzie. Uh, Kenzie. Yeah. Robbie and Cre- Kenzie. I hate saying Kenzie when CJ's not here. <laughs> He'd be like, Kenzie's the best. Robbie and I'll Kenzie. CJ. And he asks them, Kenzie's what are your reasons best. for being here? And he doesn't know. And then he, of course, wakes up to the revelation that he doesn't belong on this island. The one thing that's different between his departure and Eric's is it wasn't for a lack of trying or a lack of survival skill. It came down to a lack of motivation. I no longer belong on this island. He didn't say, I can't survive on this island. He didn't say, I'm alone or I'm lonely. Or He simply said, I have no reason to be here. 
and he left. And I can respect that. But are you satisfied with him leaving? Satisfaction is not something, it's not a luxury we have on this island. It's not something where I get to be satisfied or not. Am I upset that Tim left? No. Am I disappointed in Tim the way I found myself being disappointed by Eric's departure or understanding of Chriselle's departure? I understood I understood Tim's departure the way I did Chriselle's. Hers was for physical reasons. Mm -hmm. His was for a mental, emotional reason. Yeah. And Eric's, I did not. That's a very good point. But so I want to make sure we have a a lot of time to talk to our guest, Richard. So we're going to move on now to our final topic, which is kind of talking more about the trio of Richard Sawyer and Matt. So our final topic, Richard, is why did you guys hate (laughs) Matt so much? Let's get down to the (laughs) the dirty deeds. We want the tea. And I understand, because to me, okay, if you've ever watched our show, you know, as much as I enjoy Matt as a person in person, I am not a fan of Matt on the show. I will say I respect Matt and for his willingness to swallow his pride and his ego and and do exactly what you said, which is ingratiate yourself even when you're not specifically wanted. I saw a wonderful dynamic duo in you and Sawyer, and then Matt came in and became the third wheel. Um, you know, it's how it happened in real life versus how it happens on a show or it can be two different things. Um, one thing with the, our relationship with Matt is he came in and he set the tone. And what I mean by setting the tone was, is he walked into camp and what they mention is, is he outright said, I don't know how to fish. I don't know how to hunt. I'm, I'm really out of my element. And what they neglected to show was, um, that he made reference to, uh, I, I don't care if I make it till my birthday, which was seven days from the time we met him. And I'm just here for the TV time. So mm. Matt comes in and makes those comments to two guys that are really setting themselves up to try to make it to the bitter end and to try to make it to the end because they're, there's a reason to make it to the end. They did offer um, incentive to make it to the end. And it was Sawyer and my responsibility to make it to the end, basically for our family and in support of our family. So to have somebody come in and say, Hey guys, I'm just here. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't care if I make it to my birthday, but I'm going to eat a third of your rations and then I'm going to bounce happily. That was probably the hardest part for us to, um, to overcome with the initial part of the relationship. Interesting. And see, wow. that's why there's two sides to every story, yes. and then there's the truth. Of course. Well, and so so the tension was there. It wasn't something that was just created on TV. No, but also there was a lot of love there, too, as well. Like, Matt was a part of our family. That's what and, he said. And honestly, I mean, I know he felt isolated in the hammock, and um, it was about 15 feet away, not 50 yards um, but when he first came in, we said, Hey, you know, the, the bed's not wide enough for three people, but there's a, there's a, a machete. Um, if you want to just start working on cutting down some, some trees, we'll help out. We'll extend the bed. We'll extend the roof and we'll, we'll, all three of us can fit in here. And he said, no, 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 I'm, I'm okay. I'll sleep in the hammock. I'm happy with the hammock. So you feel that Matt himself alienated himself from the possible trio that could have been formed. I, I wouldn't say he intentionally alienated himself, but I think at the time it was just a lack of desire or effort to put what it took in to build right. out the bed. He didn't want to do the to, work. 
What was that? He didn't want to do the work for the bed. Yeah, I mean, granted, yes. But at the same time, though, where he was at mentally and, and what he had overcome in the last eight days, we were giving him the benefit of the doubt. And that's why we still both said, hey, we'll, we're going to help out. It was a team effort 100% of the time. Interesting. Question for you is, before Matt came, you and Richard, uh, you and Sawyer seemed to be very doing very well. Was that because of the resources that you happened upon or because of a mental motivation that you had personally or a combination of the both? It, it was, well, it was a combination of the both. But again, if we looked at the amount of resources that Sawyer and I had um, prior to Matt coming in, we hadn't dug into our resources yet. And I know Matt had mentioned he caught a fish and he had a couple of coconuts he had a can of food or two cans of food. Um, we had four cans of food. We didn't eat those until well after Matt came into camp. And we didn't dig into our resources um, really at all. I mean, we'd eaten some coconuts because on the, the, the day that Matt showed up, we had gotten that huge score of coconuts on that same day Matt came in. So if we were to add up calorie in, calorie out, um, we were pretty square, I think, up to that point. So would you say that the food aspect of the island was was the hardest for you? What was what was the hardest part of island life for you? Food. Food. Definitely. Food. Yeah. Because it seemed to be a lot of people the the loneliness or that that it's it's interesting that you mentioned mindset because it seems that you and Sawyer really were there to, you know, play the game in a way, even though it's not a game, but you guys were prepared. Do you think that there could have ever been a time where you m may have just let the island overcome you mentally? Yeah, no, there were some, there were definitely some moments um, where everything added up. The, the loneliness of missing your family, not necessarily of not having companionship, um, starvation, or like for instance with with stingray i mean there were there were there was food all around but it was hard to get it it was tough to get it like that shot of me out there in the middle of a school of tuna i had three lines out i had hermit crab on one um and then coral coral fish skin or coral um coral fish guts and they wouldn't touch a thing so to sit out there and spend two hours in the middle of a school of tuna and not be able to touch a thing, you come back in being tired and starving and even that much more upset. Having that, that, that negativity of, of that situation, um, that, can, that can just compound on you. And there, there were our fair share of moments like that. Is there anything you wish you had, for example, been better prepared with? You did find your own bags, correct? So I yes yes. So Sawyer would you have had something? I found Sawyer on on day three. Exactly. Would you have had something else that you would have packed instead or alongside? Worms, for example. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing really comes to mind. I think I, that's what I enjoyed about the experience was my ability to be able to um, MacGyver a lot of things. So um, Kenzie had packed. Um, safety pins and I was able to open those safety pins all the way up and fold them back on themselves to create a, a double hook on a lure Wow! and that type of um, ingenuity ingenuity mm -hmm. I loved it was great fun so um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have I if anything uh, I probably just would have allowed for it to, to, to go the way that it did but 
um, try different things, do, do, do new things. Yeah, that's the biggest thing I'm taking away from this conversation here is that you seem to really enjoy the experience through and through. And I, I think everyone kind of enjoyed the experience in at least part of the way, but you, you seem to really enjoy the challenge. With- I really did. And, and what I, I, I tried to figure out, how am I going to gain strength while I'm out there? And the first thing I thought of is my grandpa uh, fought over in World War II. And I have friends that have been in, in Afghanistan and Iraq. And what they've seen and what they've gone through, um, like, for instance, what Tim has done, mm-hmm. for those, for my friends and family that I love to endure what they did and come out of it okay, I can go to an island in Indonesia and survive, just, if anything, to make them proud and to basically put things in perspective that life's really easy and it could be a lot harder and I needed to prove to myself that that I can deal with a, a little bit harder than what we're accustomed to in the world we live in. Would you ever do it again? You said you liked it. <laughs> Would you ever do it again? Um, that sounds like, like a no. Is that it coming sounds back? like a no. Is it coming back for season my, two? No. My wife is that the wife? Me right now. <laughs> She's like, don't you dare leave me again. <laughs> if that variable were taken out of the equation, absolutely. But I wouldn't want to be away from my family and, and uh, leave my family like I did. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that... That was a really great discussion. I was very enlightening. It was, it was, uh, it's, it's nice to see your point of view because it's, it's kind of similar to Matt's but different way. Everyone's kind of has a different it's experience. Fair, it's a different take. I do have one last question because you seem like you're a well-groomed man. How <laughs> did you stay well-groomed throughout the show? I noticed that people weren't as gruffy as I thought. I Well, I think you should look, maybe look at the pictures a little bit better because this got out of control. It was out of control? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you wish you had shaved it all the way down so it started growing and it wasn't a scruffy? More so. I wish I would have trimmed the mustache back because I found while I was eating things I was chewing on mustache hairs and that was kind of annoying me. So I took some Ooh. of uh, uh, Kenzie's little scissors that she had in her in her bag and would trim the would trim the mustache back so oh, I didn't need it. See, there you go, manscape <laughs> on the island. Awesome, manscape and ingenuity. That's that's good to hear. So. Before before we end the show, uh, Katie's got some news for us that we've been neglecting for a long time. So oh. let's get right into that. Right, you guys. After Buzz TV news. All right. Well, you know, Richard, your good buddy Sawyer uh, recently did a Spartan race, and he took first place. Uh, it was his first time taking first place, um, and the Spartan race is known as the world's best obstacle race and he did things like jumping out of airplanes doing long distance running and all just different sorts of obstacles and like gain you know yeah mental that's a tough race yeah definitely you got to be proud of yourself you actually have to have a lot of free time too so i feel like (laughs) sawyer's winnings helped him out maybe because how do you have free time to do all this stuff don't you have a job, Sawyer? No, we need to talk. No, Sawyer those has are to be on the show. No, that's that's that is a legitimate like job now. Professional no, yeah. professional course runners and, they and get sponsorships, sponsorships and yeah, I'm sure it's amazing. I'm sure it's wonderful. You have to prepare though, right? Well, maybe the island helped him prepare. I didn't see any parachute <laughs> jumping. And he's a I think he's a personal trainer, so he uh, he teaches people how to train too as well on a daily basis, and that keeps him in shape too. Well, that's excellent. See? Good for you, there Sawyer. You know. uh, Sawyer's killing the game. Yeah, definitely. It's thriving on the island and, and off the uh, island. I That's like great Terry could have beat him, though. I feel like <laughs> Terry, if it was a slow and steady race, <laughs> Terry would have gotten first. No, that's think she season... would jump out of the airplane? I think Terry? Terry wouldn't even notice she was jumping out of an airplane. She no. would be singing Mary Poppins the whole way down. 
Love you, Terry. <laughs> That's going to be season two. They're all going to get put in a race, and it's just going to be a, a fight, a fight to who can last the longest. I'd, I'd see that. Is there any news with you, Richard, that you'd like to share? Well, what, what do we think, huh? <laughs> um, well, since the show, I, I had the, the great opportunity to adopt my wife's children, Cadence oh, and Jordan. That's so beautiful. That's Congratulations. Awesome. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, so that was, uh, that was in June. And um, so we've just been having a great life and playing sports and and uh, just living life. It's been great. Great for uh, you. No, you no so obstacle happy. courses for you in your future? <laughs> you know, Sawyer was pushing me pretty hard to do one of them. <laughs> and I haven't had the opportunity yet, but... One thing that I have to just make a comment about is to be able to hang out with Sawyer like we did and to at least see myself hang with Sawyer made me proud. Good I for felt you. Pretty, that was a proud And you should feel me. proud. Awesome, man. Good for you. So that's unfortunately all the time we've got for tonight. Uh, real quick, we're going to get into predictions. It's kind of weird the way that the show is structured now um, because if if – you guys at home have been looking at the episode descriptions. It seems like the show is going to be ending next week. They're trying to fit four episodes into a week. So I'm not sure what, what we're going to see from those four episodes or how we're going to structure the show. But I do know for next week, it's episode, or I guess tomorrow is the next episode. Uh, it's episode seven. Is it worth it? Taran, what are we predicting? Oh, is it worth it? Is it worth it to come watch? Of course, we're going to be here watching. <laughs> I feel that we are going to see another departure. And I think, unfortunately, it might be Terry. Ooh. I do feel that the time has come. She's been alone. I didn't see a lot of her story structure this week. I feel we get a great Terry a, a great Terry narrative next week, and then at the by the end we see her leave. And then I also predict that everyone else on the island gets all the way to the end. I did want to say that I noticed that Robbie has lost a significant amount of weight on the show and he actually looks healthier now than he did when he began the show. Oh, yeah. I feel like his skin's clearing up. He's young. <laughs> I feel like his eyes got bluer. I don't have proof, but it's just that and I feel that Robbie, who a lot of people did not give enough credit to make to the end, does make it to the end as well. I, which I think that'll be a great story. But yeah. Katie, what do you think? Predictions. Um, I think I think yeah, we're coming down to the wire, and I think everyone um, has a really good shot at making it to the end. I think um, though, except Kenzie. We Sorry, did... CJ. Yeah, <laughs> CJ's not here to defend his his girl, so uh, I'm gonna say she goes home. And uh, I agree. I think that's a, they that has to be what they were a change of demeanor, and it foreshadowed it. They for, yeah, they opinion. foreshadowed it 100. percent And and I think I think Castaway Twitter kind of gave it away with their Twitter poll. It seems like a lot of people think that five people were going to get off the island. Um, I think Richard, you're definitely going to be one of those people. That's no doubt in my mind. Richard, but... do you have any predictions for us? <laughs> <laughs> no, can't say anything. <laughs> interesting, interesting. But thank you, thank you everybody for joining us on AfterBuzz TV competitions. I want to give a big thank you to Richard for joining thank us you. on the thank show. Thank you so much, Richard. S- super awesome conversation. We wish you the best uh, in your life, and uh, we look forward to seeing you more on the show. Um, where can where can everybody find you on social media? Um, I've got a public page on Facebook. It's just a Richard Rogers, and then the Instagram is we underscore r underscore the underscore rogers 
We are the Rogers. <laughs> we are the Rogers. <laughs> awesome, Tehran. Where can we find you? Well, find me on social atmosphere at I am Tehran all across the board at I A M T E H R A N. Katie. Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at katiewalski underscore or at Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me and you can find me on Twitter at Mike Pat News. That's M I K E P A T T N E W S. I'm going to be reporting on some Cal State Fullerton sports this weekend, Ooh. so stick around for that. But for now, we will see you guys probably Tuesday, maybe earlier. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll we have to figure out the schedule. It's crazy, but we'll figure it out because we love you so much. Yeah, definitely stick around to AfterBuzz TV social media to find out more information on that. But for now, thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.